Uh, welcome to Primary Attribute, where an actual play Castles and Crusades podcast. My name is Ian, and I'm the GM, and I use they/them pronouns. My name is Adam. I play as Vons. He's the foxfolk alchemist in the group. We are both he/hims. Uh, I'm Aaron. I play Aracene. I use she or they pronouns, and Ericene uses she, her pronouns exclusively. Uh, Ericene is a, a person with knife skills that she came by perfectly reasonably. <laughs> uh, I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy. We're both uh, she, her, and Wealthy is a halfling wizard who is um, just trying to make it in the wizarding world. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash Mechanic. And we both use he, him pronouns. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, my notes for this session are it's fucking dungeon time, baby. So does anyone want to do anything before you all meet up outside of Otten Core? Oh gosh, do I have enough poison? Probably not. Do you have poison in your inventory? I should have at least a little. Okay. Let's see here. Yeah, I've got four level one poisons. Sweet. Okay. Mm, I have five level one poisons. <laughs> I also have itching powder. Don't have itching powder. <laughs> I don't know why yet. Did I just let you buy that? <laughs> uh, we discussed that, albeit briefly. I don't remember how. Um, oh, no, it's fine that you have it. I just don't remember its provenance, and I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I entirely. I just got a wild hair and decided, uh, little little fox character. It it makes sense for 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 Vons as a mischievous foxy character to use um, both like heavily toxic and uh, mildly annoying uh, methods of mischief. That is fair. So, Vaughn's has poison and itching powder, the only two things you ever need to go down into a possibly dangerous territory. Oh, we forgot the recap, which I have actually oh, written yes. out this time. Recap us. After yeah. determining he needed a hobby, Grix met a dwarf named Drevin to discuss an upgraded prosthetic arm that could be mechanical with a boost of magic. He also played a sports ball and ate a mushroom kebab. Wealthy really fucking hates Aracene's grandmother's hat, but her reputation with the kobold mechanics apparently precedes her because Cog gave her some magical calculations to look over for pay. Bonds wanted to smell good for what seemed indeterminately a date with Green. Ultimately, he managed to smell like a sensible person might want to smell instead of something better left redacted. On his definitely a date with Green at Ottencore, he had a perfectly cromulent first date conversation and set up a second date for Fantasy Wednesday at 8pm at the dumpster. <laughs> Ericene went shopping for a new outfit for her always was definitely a date with Photios and then woke up with a drug hangover the morning of the date. At Pam's, Ericene and Photios had a super weird first date conversation, although it was not the weirdest first date conversation ever. They agreed that they also wanted to have a second date and set that up for Fantasy Wednesday at 8pm at the dumpster. Ericene and Photios did also have their first kiss. And finally, everyone met up outside Ottencourt to delve into the mountain. Alright. 
Cool, recap done. Everyone is in front of Aunt and Kor. As a reminder, you have Green and Alara with you. I imagine there was, because at least a couple of you are coming from directly from a social event, <laughs> some very weird process of changing in the bathroom of Ottencor. Yes, I definitely went into Ottencor and uh, changed into my uh, my career clothes. <laughs> But okay, um, green is also changed into a breastplate and chain shirt, which do not stack, but that's fine. Um, also, I hope everyone has their helms in case something decides to aim at your head. Fuck helms! Don't actually <laughs> worry about it. It's gonna like never come up. <laughs> I never even think about it. I've got like a hood. I'm not supposed and... to have armor anyway because I'm a, I'm a wizard. Yeah, same. Yeah, I was thinking about armor for all of you and then realized only one of you has any reason to wear it most of the time. Although I don't think I banned Alchemist from wearing armor. I'm just not that, sure if you actually have any. That um, would make sense because it's hard to carry like a load of satchels and ingredients and vials and whatnot and have any kind of plate on at the same time. Seems kind of... I mean, you could do The Witcher, have like a little bandolier thing with some slots for vials and whatever. You know, I really should play that game and or watch that series at some point. Uh-huh. Probably, yeah. Uh, 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 Adam, you have to watch <laughs> The Witcher. <laughs> I say definitely watch it. If you play the game series, I can't tell you in good conscience to play the first one because I like it, but it is old and janky. Yep. <laughs> it told me that I, I have could just word. skip everything except three. Yeah. So yeah, I did. That's- as I understand it, you can totally just play three on its own. I just refuse to because I'm broken as a person on it's this fine. particular front. Um, but all right. So Grix was saying something. Yeah. So, uh, so you all ready to go down there and figure out what's going on? Yeah. I, I'm assuming that I haven't left Green's company since the date. Nope. You. I mean. She went back inside to change into her armor and out of, presumably one does not wear a nice tunic under one's armor. So, but yeah, no, except for the whole, you know, five or 10 minutes that took. You've been in each other's company. It's great, I guess. Okay. I'm not going to tell you how to feel. (laughs) (laughs) We both just feel a little bit glad that we're not having to, uh, um, yeah, navigate that in any trickier way uh never mind but okay yeah um green is ready to go you all are ready to go alara is there and ready to go and you all head out to the warrens you get to the warrens (laughs) it is not difficult to walk through a very (laughs) compact city um and alara and green take you to grix is very familiar with these they're basically small you can't really have a shack that's made out of stone, but basically a very small building with a door that all it does is, or like a pair of double doors that just leads to a ramp or a staircase that goes down into the levels. Sure. Just so people have easy access, but don't just like fall on a manhole cover. <laughs> all right, you head on down. Uh-huh. Who's standing where? Uh, you're going through, at least right now, a 10-foot wide hallway. Um... Ericene's gonna stick pretty close to Grix because she's still super paranoid that 
he could die at any moment if literally anything wrong touches him. Grix is going to be in the front. <laughs> or trying to be in the front. Ericene is going to be in the front. <laughs> okay, 10 foot wide. Yeah. Um, and we've got two guides with us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... your, your guides are going to be in the front front. Right. I'm at, I'm at the front of the party. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just, yeah. I like the idea that Grix is like, I'm ready. I'm going to be in front. And then the two people <laughs> that definitely know what they're doing step in front of you <laughs> and make sure you're in the middle of the group. <laughs> um, I'm following close behind just because I don't know, the, I don't know the way. Yeah, so you and Vons are probably bringing up the rear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Grix knows what he's doing as far as going into maintenance levels, but in terms of if you end up yeah. in a fight. <laughs> um but all right, so you head on down. I need each of you, or actually, let's go around as we progress. Um, hey, Wit, roll me a d10. Okay. Ten. D10. Nine. Okay. So you're in a different area than you were the last time you went down here in the Warrens. Mm-hmm. This is level two of the underground, if we are numbering them consistently across the entire city okay so you're a little bit deeper than you would be anywhere else things are a little more kind of rough and there's some bigger equipment down here but nothing too exciting as you wander along you don't run into anybody and it's a fairly short distance to the next ramp down um you went down and basically a switchback ramp to get in here got it and it's kind of cramped but not too cramped but yeah, it's a maintenance level, unless you want to look for anything in particular. You don't have too eventful a time as you head to the next level. Uh, I don't have anything I want to look for. I mean, I'm generally keeping my eye out for any problems, any maintenance issues. Um, it's just force of habit, but also since we are looking specifically for, you know, disruptions to the systems, I, I want to keep an eye out. All right. Yeah, you don't have to roll for this. Okay. Because the lighting down there is, I imagine, just permanent enchantments and persistent light spells and not, and is pretty minimal. Um, There's no interruption to that, and you don't actually go past any major pieces of equipment on your way down. And you can hear some of them kind of working away in the distance. Sure. Nothing sounds like it's clunky. Yeah, yeah, nothing sounds super broken. Okay. You would need to do a visual inspection. If you wanted to like sure, sure. make sure, but unless we want to role play mechanic simulator 2021 Greg's edition. <laughs> but yeah, so nothing seems obviously wrong as you head down to the next level. You are now at level three. Oh boy, level three. Yeah, so as you enter this level, the smell changes. You know that smell that deep cold water has? There's a lot of that smell here. Grix knows that this is the top level for all of the cisterns. Mm-mm. That, at least in the underground portion of the city, there are also several, many levels up all over the place because it's fucking water. You need it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. As you kind of wend your way through it, there's a few more spaces that are pretty clearly, um, like, roughly cut. Either roughly cut and not super finished, like the levels above are, or... Um, just natural cave that was only like nominally leveled sure you do see some markings for basically directions to a freight elevator that's nearby but unless you have any objections alara and green are just gonna take you to the next ramp down 
no, no objections. Cool. And Adam, roll a d10 for me. D10. Okay, here goes. Four. All right. But that's almost half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Everyone make a wisdom check. Um, I rolled a natural 20. I rolled an 11. I rolled a 9. 11 plus 2. Yeah, I have a 24 total. So, yeah, 13. Yeah, mine's okay, mine's a 13 too because I've, I've got both my um, levels. So, Ericene, I think, is the only one. Because wisdom isn't a prime stat for any of you, right? No. Nope. Cool. No. We're not that bright. <laughs> we're all very bright. We're just not about. very. We don't have a lot of common sense. I actually have a fair amount of conman sense. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you said conman deliberately, right? <laughs> don't think that that's what I said, but okay. It's a bonus interpretation of what you said for the listeners. <laughs> um, so, Ericene, um, as you're walking along, you catch out of the corner of your eye down a long hallway that you're, you're just walking past the entrance to this hallway. Um, you catch someone slipping into the shadows and then, as far as you can tell, disappearing. You can very faintly hear their footsteps kind of padding away. But, um, um, I'm like, ooh, I saw someone. What did you see? I don't know. Person. Okay. Laura <laughs> kind of turns and says, that's not super unusual down here. Um, a lot of people who need to use the tunnels and use them for legitimate reasons are down here and also a lot of people that don't have a legitimate reason to be down here <laughs> because turns out when you want to move through the city without being detected the maintenance tunnels are a great way to do it sure not that i would ever know anything about that that would be wrong um it's also a great spot for some privacy all the kids come down here to to kiss Ooh, i'm kissing. sure that's all they're doing alara kind of looks at you and is like yes kissing Definitely just kissing. Only ever kissing. <laughs> this is a good chase city, and this it's good chase red light district. PG thirteen podcast. As as the I light assure in the tunnel. you, we say fuck way too many times for this to be a PG thirteen <laughs> podcast. Guess yeah, we don't use it in the sexual connotation. Not yet. Doesn't matter. Just the light. As our lanterns in the tunnel illuminate the used condoms at our feet, <laughs> and we proceed forward. <laughs> <Watch> your step. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, and I'm barefoot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I feel like halflings would have to kind of get over it at some point. <laughs> to exist in a crowded dense area <laughs> and go maybe halflings do but i haven't gotten over it yet that is fair mm-hmm. that's fair <laughs> maybe sandals have come into vogue for halflings <laughs> but all right you also notice that there's a lot more condensation on the walls as you get down here you live in a cave system there's always condensation but this is like touch the walls and there's it's actively wet and there's like rivulets running down occasionally hmm. Or at least more so than, yeah, especially more so than all like the buildings you're used to. 
those are usually kept fairly dry. But it's still pretty, it's all normal. It, it's it's all normal, it's just more than we're used to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not alarming, it's just kind of like, ooh, interesting. And you make it to level four. So, Grix knows, and Green and Alara nominally explain to you that there's not a lot on this level, because as Grix knows, this is mostly a level that the big cisterns pass down through, and pipes that relate to them go up or down through. There's not a lot of active machinery on this level in any way. And it also, again, the it's becoming less and less finished. It's pretty clear you're going through, again, kind of caverns that were nominally leveled and cleared out, so there's space to walk. Um, but like it goes in at a few points where you have to go single file, and the ceiling's gotten a little bit lower. And Kelly, roll a d10 for me. Five. All right, now roll a d100 to determine how many dragons find you. <laughs> uh, 40. They just fucking clown car out of all the hallways around you guys. <laughs> but all right, um, yeah, nothing of particular note on this level unless you want to go exploring. Um, you've figured this out already, but Alara and Green are pretty much taking you directly to the big piece of mechanical interest that you wanted to see and or the place of suspicious people that you also i believe said you wanted to see i mostly remember the suspicious people what was yeah. the mechanical machinery that we I, I think i think it was originally pitched as they were going to take you to show you one of the larger pieces of magical machinery okay. that they'd run into down here and it just so happens that all the suspicious people are right next to that oh got it so Okay. Uh, yeah, no, we'll we'll let them guide us, unless anyone else has any desire to divert. Um, actually, there's one thing that I want to that I wanted to do before we started that I forgot to actually say, which is I wanted to disguise myself slightly. I have the ability to disguise myself. Yeah. Um. I want to just look like, like just a human, just like a, a standard human. Okay. Yeah. And you, your half elf favors the elf heritage side, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Is this just so, I mean, everyone here knows you. So I assume this is in case you run into other people, you're not yes. as immediately recognizable. Yes. This is so I, when I run into other people, I'm not immediately recognizable. All right. Is that a charisma? roll it is a charisma roll all right roll charisma you know i'm like super good at charisma you are because half elves get a ridiculous bonus to it so i rolled in 18 <laughs> plus 5 is 23 all right i think i just want to have like brown hair i want to have more like sort of like a sunken look to my eyes so like you don't notice that my eyes are like you know, bright blue and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, even there's a minor penalty for a race slash species difference, but you still pass with flying colors. Mm -hmm. So you are successfully disguised. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awkward. It's like... <laughs> Onwards. Um, okay, so you make it to the next ramp down. Um, all of these ramps have actually been fairly close to each other. 
depending on where you are in the underground, sometimes there's much more kind of direct, well-structured ways down like there are here. And sometimes there's weird nightmare mazes like where you ended up the first time. <laughs> Just like someone built this piece by piece and without talking to anyone else while they were building their section. But okay. So you make it down to level five. Level five is a lot like level four. <laughs> it is damp. It is pretty quiet. It is pretty empty. Um, but Aaron, roll a d10 for me, please. I rolled a nine. Okay. None of you have rolled the magic number. So you continue on downwards. I mean, I've got lots of dice here. One of them is bound to have that number up on it somewhere. 11d3. <laughs> if you want to have a non-random random encounter i'm more than happy to oblige you <laughs> <laughs> suddenly this doesn't sound like such a good deal <laughs> this magic number sounds like some bullshit there are friendly encounters on the table <laughs> okay <laughs> sure it'd be fine you, you are high enough up that there are enough people going through here that Nothing too major usually makes its way up here. You're not going to run into any big scary monsters or anything like that. Mostly because lots of big scary monsters uh, want to avoid large numbers of people. Because they cannot necessarily fight large numbers of people. Or maybe they just look like large scary monsters and really aren't large scary monsters at all. It's a little known fact that all monsters in the first five or six levels of the underground are actually Muppets. And cannot hurt you. <laughs> they subsist on crystallized radish and uh, fear dogs. And it costs the city a lot of money to pay all those puppeteers, but you know it's worth it for the experience. <laughs> well, they they uh, record their music and sell it on the surface without telling them. Also, did you say something about dogs? They're terrified of big shaggy dogs. Of course. They're fraggles, Ian. No. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Just for that, they're now only puppets that show up in Farscape. <laughs> no! Right. There you go! Same dude. <laughs> or same creature shop, anyway. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> but it's not fraggles. <laughs> um... As we get further down here, I'm also going to look for... I imagine that there's probably a lot of interesting scrap. Um, things that get lost, left behind. Okay, yeah, so you kind of want to scrounge around. Yeah. And, you know, broken broken machines that have just been left. You know, if there's useful parts. I mean, the stuff and you find on the ground, it's like 98% use condoms. But, yeah, you can look among the rest. <laughs> <laughs> You all said well, it, so now it will affect the canon. <laughs> no, I, I don't see condoms as, like, breaking the 13. It's the contents of the condom that breaks the 13. <laughs> Weirdly, they're all being used as water balloons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's um, what I'm doing. All right. Cool, so uh, roll a... Yeah, we can kind of retroactively do this for the other areas as well. I just figured as we got deeper, there would be more interesting stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, level 
level two is kept very clear. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have you roll some d6s for me. Okay. Uh, roll one for level three. How many? Just one. Uh, I got a six. Well, damn. All right. Uh, just so we can get it all at once. Roll a, another one for me. One. All right. And one more. One. All right. So you found something on level three. Ooh. What is it, you ask? We'll find out together as friends. <laughs> okay. Um, roll another. Yeah, roll another d6. Four. All right. Let me remember what I just assigned the numbers to. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, okay. Roll a percentile dice for me. Oh, wow. It's very exciting. 93. All right. Roll it again. <laughs> 73. And, well, just two more times. Um, <laughs> and tell me the number each time. 37. Okay. 50. So, you basically find a lot of... Um, like small spare parts and things like that. It's nothing super exciting, but it's all definitely still usable. Um, you also find what you know and what Vons would quickly recognize as a water testing kit that it looks like someone left down here. That still has most of its stuff in it. Um, but other than that, it's like, you know, some nails, some springs, some like nice solid uh, pieces of like joining metal. So like mending plates that are, you know, a small plate that have, like, mm. two holes on one side and two holes on the other, and you use them to bridge things. Mm. Yeah, nothing super exciting beyond the water testing kit. Sounds like good shrapnel, too, just, you know, in case that's a thing. <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an alchemy check for pipe bombs, but <laughs> but all right. So Rick scrounges around, finds some stuff. Yeah, I think that's it for now. Um, I'm content um, with my garbage. I, sh I should. Yes. I should be doing likewise for uh, wall fungus, moss, floating alchemical ingredients. All right. I'm just going to have you roll the percentile once because there's definitely stuff down here. It's oh, just yeah. a matter of how much and the quality you find. Uh, percentile? Yeah. So, D100? Yeah, D100. That would be 36. Oh, right. You find a bunch of stuff that you use in your day-to-day. -day. Um, you basically find, through all of these levels and through trying to keep up with the group, you find about a day's worth of materials for the kinds of stuff that it's not everything you need, but it's a lot of what you need for um, the general like medicine that you sell, not necessarily your alchemical creations, but your painkillers and decongestants and stuff like that. Sure, so about a day's worth pile of non-fancies. Basically, yeah. With nothing particularly interesting about them beyond that you know how to use them. Hey, that's that's not a bad deal. Yeah. Glad I rolled those dice. You can sell them, as they are, for several copper. Ooh. <laughs> Or make things out of them and sell them. Sell that. Yeah. 
or fix a headache. There's options. Yeah, Erisine might be real interested in some of those. <laughs> Actually, Wealthy is observing Vaughn's as he's as he's looking at stuff and and um, just you know just taking a, an interest in in a fellow practitioner's art. So, given that you became a wizard, I imagine that you did kind of basic alchemical theory, kind of like having to take a bio class as a general ed requirement in college. Yeah, I have basic, basic knowledge. I don't have any, uh, I don't have a lot of specifics. Yeah, I think the main thing you notice with Vons is you were very used to, you're doing stuff in a well-appointed lab. It's very easy to recognize everything. Everything's labeled. Mm-hmm. There is stuff that Vons is picking up that you can't tell the difference between things, but assuming Vons is responding to any questions you have, which it's Vons, so are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good question. It depends on how Vons is approached. Uh, Wealthy's nice and short and working class, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, probably, I'd probably respond to Wealthy. All right. So, so I'm asking, I'm, I'm just asking questions like, you know, what is that? And, you know, how do you, how are you identify, what's its identifier and um, what would you use it for? Does it make any money? Things like that. <laughs> right. Well, this stuff on the wall here, when, when, it, when you scratch it like that and it, and uh, you smush it and it, and it has that color underneath it. That stuff's that stuff's gonna be good for uh you you make a goo out of it. And uh you make a goo out of most of this stuff, let's be real. But you you make a goo out of it and uh and the goo keeps your your little your little cuts from getting all stinky. And then uh Okay. Makes a yeah, keeps 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 things from falling off of your body. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, I I think it's great. You can yeah, you can totally sell it. Well, I can see where it would have a use. Oh, there's a huge market for keeping <laughs> body parts on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed around here, but uh, most people seem to have all of their limbs. So it's so your bread and butter bonds. Uh, it well, it's up there. It's up there. I mean, you've you've seen how many bars this place has. Frankly, I make a killing on headache medicine alone. Sure. Yeah. Hangover cures. I really could have used something this morning. Do you have anything that could, like, make you stop accidentally, like, hallucinating that there's a bird? <laughs> Do you see the bird now? What kind of bird? <laughs> it was like a bluebird. Oh shit, I got nothing for bluebirds. If you want to stop a cardinal hallucination, I got you covered, no problem. <laughs> bluebirds are tricky. <coughs> are you good over there? I'm fine. <laughs> oh, poor Kelly. <laughs> Allergic some... to the podcast. No. <laughs> Get you some tea or something. But, poor thing. But uh okay, yeah, and Assuming, Adam, you're okay with me throwing down some alchemy lore. Oh, yeah, no problem. This is a super minor thing, but I also know that alchemy is your character's thing, so I don't want to be like, there's this thing that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, 
the other main thing that I think Wealthy notices as Vons is explaining various things is that, especially for identification, it very quickly goes to things that were kind of mentioned as an aside in your 101 class of like, okay. oh, you know, like if you ever take the advanced level stuff, like that's when you would have learned it. Um, so I think it mostly just becomes very apparent that being a full-time alchemist, especially if you're collecting your own materials, um, is very specialized. And yeah. And you just kind of, requires a lot of, a lot of hands-on knowledge. Yeah. It's, it's respect. Yeah. It's like mushroom hunting. Like it's, oh, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. When past I'm a certain point, it's very easy to make a mistake. Parents, we, we, we collect mushrooms in the forest. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, you want to be careful. Yeah, if I uh, if I understand the the uh, the missive, I think is the appropriate term that uh, that Ian sent me. There we are, alchemist. Um, there's it, it seems like there's not just like there's levels, but there are disciplines as well. So some people go a little bit more magicy with it too, and. Vaughn's is more of a uh, trial and error naturalist and, you know, takes notes and stuff, but is is mostly just kind of feeling his way through, whereas it looks like, uh, how was it described in here? I cannot find the bit. But, uh, yeah, Ian wrote that there's a, there are those who uh, treat the discipline like it's more of a magic than a science. Yeah, and I think Wealthy would have been taught a lot of the, like, here's how you prep a thing to hold magic that you already know. Whereas Vaughn's is more chemical reactions and kind of, like, Vaughn still infuses magic into it, but doesn't rely on knowing spells to yeah, do it's so. The magic that's, it's the magic that's already in the environment, I would imagine. Yeah, the, and then uh... kind of your own will, too, but, like, if there was a potion of Featherfall... Wealthy would probably be casting Featherfall on a solution that would kind of keep the magic suspended in it until someone consumed it. Whereas you would kind of prep the solution with the right mixture of ingredients so when you put your magical will into it, that doesn't have to be a spell. You can just kind of put general magic into it and it becomes a Featherfall potion. Uh -huh. well, that, that I feel adds some much needed texture and flavor to the... Uh to the description of what's going on here. Yep. And Wealthy's beginning to wonder if maybe she shouldn't have been an alchemist. <laughs> or, or or at least minored in it. On the other hand, you can make a bitch in hat, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Vaughn's just wears the fabric he finds. Maybe cleans it. Probably doesn't. <laughs> I was gonna say! <laughs> He probably he probably doesn't clean it and then uses it to you know when he gets hungry he just kind of licks it a little bit and finds a little bit of lunch last week. Yeah, Vaughn's just happens to accidentally be in water from time to time and oh. seems to do the trick. Why did Green go on a date with you? <laughs> <laughs> because she's an NPC and a and player she's a character, folk, so you know she's probably just as gross. She seems I think it's more so that she's put more together, under, though. I going to say, I think it's more that she is more understanding slash less offended by such practices than, like, a human or an elf would probably be. Yeah. 
I, I get the the I get the sense, and maybe this would have been a great first date talk, but uh, generally, I on a on a on a date, I don't think I would draw attention to differences. But uh, Smart. I get the feeling like uh, Green was raised into a less feral lifestyle. Yeah, I think that actually came up a little bit on your date, just in terms of Vaughn's king into pretty much that exact thing, um, or at least, like, yeah, you definitely got the impression that Green was kind of raised in a family that hewed towards more the general arcs multimus mainstream like cultural practices wise and also from a family that probably had a little bit more money which has its own influence on how one tends to behave yeah whereas vons's parents were very proud of their dirt hole yeah yeah these these are cultural differences Mm -hmm. but we it seems like we communicate well i'm now desperately wishing that i'd somehow made it canon that Aracene's family is extremely rich and lives in a very elaborate dirt hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, rock hole at least. Uh, Everyone here lives in a rock hole. <laughs> right. But, all right. You make it on down to level six. As you approach the ramp to level six, there is a smell, and as you descend into it, there is super a smell. Oh. Because this is where the basically sewer cistern pools this is the top of them wonderful and unlike the cistern cisterns their tops have to be left relatively open wonderful well yeah yeah you don't want those uh, gases collecting yeah and unless you're trying to collect the gases for like usable reasons yeah but even then you probably wouldn't put like a lid on the entire thing you'd probably have a vent at the top of the room or something like that uh-huh. But yeah, I think Grix only knows a little bit about it. I don't I got the impression this is not your area. Yeah, yeah. Um, I try to avoid coming down here as much as possible. Yeah. You know the sewers are or at least the way like waste is managed is actually pretty complicated. And if you ever run into a character who knows that, I have explanations to <laughs> share. <laughs> but you don't have any of those characters with you. Sure. So me and my Wikipedia research will go cry in a corner so <laughs> we can keep moving. <laughs> yeah, just add it to the wiki. We can we totally have. Not yet. So, uh, the contents of the cistern mm, the contents of the cistern and its gaseous product, I imagine, are alchemically useful, but also easy to come by. Yeah, and yeah, one, easy to come by, and two, they're going to be very combined in this setting and probably have started to break down already. So if you wanted to get, you know, that good pure poop for your for your alchemy. Right, right. You wouldn't want to get it here. No, no, no. This is, uh, this is the stuff that's gradually turning into fertilizer, which I imagine they use uh, more. Topside isn't the word when it's still inside of a mountain. They also use it topside because there are farms and stuff scattered yeah. over a lot of the surface of the mountain. But all right, so you mm-hmm. head into level six. You walk past a couple of sewer pits. It's super great. It's not. <laughs> it isn't. 
how's your makeup holding up there scene oh it's really <laughs> just disguise. like it's really just sort of like a a dirt sort of a hair dye it's like yeah. a it's like a henna sort of a thing and then um and then just like a lot of like coal just like for <laughs> for her eyes uh-huh so the smells aren't causing you to cry any of this off or no sweat any of it out of your hair nah it's good <laughs> yeah um the other thing you notice as you descend to level six is boy it's warm down here sure oh yeah it would be wouldn't it which is almost a nice change if it weren't for the smell um all right so as you wind your way through i guess i could roll a d10 Oh. And I can lie and say I got something that I wanted to get. Got an eight. Nothing in particular happens as you make your way through. Um, I think Green and Alara now take the time to... Or I guess you can just talk as Green. Um, Alright, so we're about to get to the... Well, the area the big magical thing is in, but... Remember that thing with all the shady people that we didn't know what they were doing? Yeah. We're, we're going to be walking kind of around the entire area we saw them in like around the perimeter so you know how actually how cool do you want to play this i, I wasn't clear mm. when we set this up because like, um, i mean we're not trying to start shit i'd say because if you're going to try to start shit we would like that to not be a thing we're there for <laughs> <laughs> we we don't want to start shit um we 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 just want to if they have any questions about why we're here, we're just checking we're, out the machine. We're we're here. We're here on a, a on a like a a, a survey uh, from the city. Just checking out the machine. We don't care about anything else. Just want to go see the big magic thing. Yep, that, that's all. That works for me. All right, sounds good. So at least three or four of you aren't going to start shit. Perfect. <laughs> Vons, <laughs> you're not going to start shit, right? Oh no, 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 not not trying to start shit. I feel like Vons is the least likely to start shit. Going to say on doesn't, purpose, didn't intentionally. Didn't really sound like your style, but you know, sometimes for checking. That's true. <laughs> intentionally is an extremely important final word for that. Green, Green also turns to Alara and is like, "And Alara, don't start shit." Alara just rolls her eyes and like, fine. <laughs> Never let me do anything fun. All right. So <laughs> you make your way and you are now heading east on my map clockwise in terms of mountain times. Um, and you, you enter an area that is very nicely cut out and it's actually a really wide hallway. Um, it's about 10 feet, but you can see that it widens to about 15 feet across up ahead. And there's also a thing that turns to the left that's also very wide. Are we still on level 6? Yeah, you're on level 6. With the sewer poop smell? Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's great. <laughs> this is your life now. Yep. Gonna stretch it. We're gonna have like five sessions in here, and I'll just describe the smell in more and more detail every time. Have to time. camp out. Yeah. But okay. So you come around a corner 
or approaching that intersection I described, and you see that the freight elevator that I mentioned earlier is basically the door opens up onto this three-way intersection. Like it, it and pops open while we're walking by? No, no, it just... It is open. Yeah, it yeah. is open, and yeah, if you were to take the... Yeah, I don't think there's actually a gate on the freight elevator, or that it's like a very minor one. It's just generally accepted that you don't go near the freight elevator pit when there's not an elevator sure. in it. Sure. There's no OSHA here. <laughs> but yeah, um, the elevator is on this level and the doors are open. And I think Ericene and Vaughn's hear it first because they both have sensitive ears. But you hear two people talking as they are getting closer to you from the hallway that is currently like a left turn from where you're standing um Ericene like stops everybody and just puts her finger to her lips and listens okay um okay give me a token listen check <laughs> token I want you to roll so I can tell you, like, how much you get, but you're definitely going to hear at least some of this. Maybe I won't, uh, because I rolled a natural one. <laughs> All right. So, actually, that's what that oh. listen check could have determined. Cool. I know exactly what happens, by which I mean I don't, but I have fun ideas. <laughs> so, you hear... I, I could be doing the same thing. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, make a wisdom check. I mean, technically, check. I still got a seven. But also, <laughs> I rolled a natural one, so. Okay, you're saying this is a wisdom check? Yes. Oh, shit. At least I believe that's what listen is key to, yeah? Yeah, so, listen yeah. is uh, uh, wisdom. Yeah. Well, I rolled a 17, so add the two, that's a 19. All right. You pass with flying colors. Because wisdom is a hey, colors that fly. Wisdom is a primary attribute for you, right? Wisdom, no, no. I thought you tagged. No, wisdom isn't a primary not, attribute for anyone. No, sorry. I thought you tagged wisdom instead of dex. At no. one point. <laughs> Don't listen to me. No, I, that's the that's the thing I keep wondering. Oh right, why right, I right. You tagged dex because you're like this will help me survive, and then we're a fucking role play podcast that mostly just talks to people. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to dexterously listen. All right. <laughs> Even though you got a 19. And just to clarify, I don't think your class doesn't have the listen ability, but that mostly just means you're not trained to like hear things through stone fucking walls like Ericene is. <laughs> right, right. No, I, uh, I have animal hearing. That's about it. Yeah, so your ears perk up. Um, it's two people walking towards you. You hear... It's kind of just the soft scuff of, like, soft-soled, or probably hard-soled, but still, leather boots on a level cape floor. They are talking about just kind of like, oh, you know, what's the schedule? Like, where do we need to take this? Do we have time to go drink afterwards before we're expected back? It smells like hell in here. That sort of thing. You know, work shit. Sure. But, Vons, you recognize the voice. Hmm. Because one of them once said to you something along the lines of, hey, is anybody there? Oh, fun. <laughs> I wonder if he, uh, 
uh, if he still has a limp from. Uh... <laughs> That's right. That's the poor guy that got stabbed in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Um, well, I think I also have keys to this guy's house. <laughs> you very well might. <laughs> if only you knew where he lived. Yeah, that is the, that is the trick. It's, you tend to get asked questions if you just walk up to every apartment and house in a city trying keys in their locks. <laughs> you have to pretend to be real drunk. Yeah. It's, it takes a while. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> Forgot my apartment actually wasn't in this building, officer. <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay. Is so... there anything you want to do? Um... Are we, as a party, trespassing? No. So this is effectively public space. Uh Correct. We have an escort who is not interested in starting shit. And we have one character with us, at least, who frequently has official reasons to be down here. Uh Although he'd probably have to pass a charisma check in order to convince them of that if it came down to it. Probably, yeah. Um, That's fair. So there's no out-and-out reason to be afraid of these guys unless they would recognize us. Do we have any reason to think that this guy would recognize us? I mean, this guy definitely saw you. And then Aristine came out of the shadows and stabbed him in the foot. And then he fell on top of you and lost consciousness shortly thereafter. But... (laughs) So... He probably I was him. just a dream. <laughs> good plan. Good plan. <laughs> uh, so I'm quickly going to uh, pull my hood over my eyes and ears and uh, try to get behind. Um, shoot. What's the name of the uh, biggest member of this party? So Aracene's the tallest. Alar- or Alara's. Aracene's the tallest okay. of your normal party. Alara's taller than Aracene. And then. I forgot to mention this, but Green has been riding Percy the entire time. So oh. there's kind of a lot of... Oh, wow. Yeah, no, Percy is a large insect and yeah. is very comfortable navigating through these tunnels. <laughs> right. So this guy... So hiding being, behind uh, Green and Percy is probably your best bet in terms of just sheer mass in front of you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and just stance myself between that voice and these two. And... Um, or stance so they're between you and the voice, right? Not yeah. Okay, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's that's precisely what I mean. And uh, otherwise, just hope that there's no reason for anybody to start anything. All right. The voices, shockingly, belong to people, as you may have suspected, and they enter the intersection in front of you. Everybody, be cool. And they look your way, and they get to make wisdom checks. Uh-huh. First one. It's off of the freight elevator? Uh, they are approaching it. Oh. I mean, we weren't planning on taking the same freight elevator, right? That would be a really awkward elevator ride. You don't even you don't need to take this elevator to get anywhere. You just happen to end up near it. So where are they taking it? Well, it goes up and down. So presumably one of those two directions. <laughs> It's not like the Ministry of Magic Elevators. It does go below level six. Yes, not too far below level six. Probably goes down to level nine or so. Or 
up to where is also a question. Are they winding up in a new club, perhaps? Uh, this one will go all the way to the surface. Mm-hmm. Why the hell didn't we take this down? <laughs> because generally speaking, random civilians are not supposed to be using it. There's nothing physically stopping you. But mm-hmm. yeah, Also, we got to see the scenery. And, and maintenance crews get very mad at you if they catch you using the elevator when they need to be using it for something. Okay. We have so maintenance is... crew with us. It's true. Yeah, is, is one of these guys uh, connected to the maintenance crew somehow is suddenly a wonder I'm having. All right, that guy totally biffed it. And other guy. Roll the fucking one. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, they come to the intersection. Both of them are carrying what look to be crates of bottles. I guess they're technically demijohns because they're wrapped in like a cord net to stop them from clanking too much against each other. And they kind of look at all you and give you a nod and head on over. To, like, kind of like, whoa, hey, there's someone down here. But then they just kind of give you a nod and head to the freight elevator. Um... Ericene's gonna be like, good morrow. <laughs> <laughs> we all look at Ericene. The the one that you recognize from stabbing him in the foot <laughs> kind of, you know, stops and actually turns and is like, uh, hi. Can, can, can we help you? <laughs> Please don't help us. Oh, uh, no, not now. No, we're, we're good. Good day. Simply being polite. Well, uh, down here in the cistern. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm going to quietly think to myself, maybe mutter to somebody close by, if if they're still operating a speakeasy or a club somewhere, I don't think I want to drink anything from it. If it's got anything to do with the cistern down here. That's fair. So you actually said that to somebody? Just probably quietly to, uh, like, inaudibly to um, Grix. Oh, for sure. They only would have heard you if they rolled a natural 20, just for my own entertainment. Sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they say, uh, well, thanks. And they head on to the freight elevator. Um, you presumably continue on your way and enter the intersection. You see that... They are in there with about eight of these containers, like these crates. Wow. Eight cases of bottles. Empty bottles? Um, you know, they are wrapped in cloth, so you can't tell. Ah, do they appear heavy? Yeah, from the way the guy sets it down. You would guess it's probably full. So there are eight crates of something in the freight elevator already? They, they're adding the 7th and 8th. Okay. And then go to opposite ends and that, yeah, kind of groan in annoyance and start turning the cranks that are on each side of the freight elevator and it slowly begins to ascend. Oh, they're manuals, huh? Yeah. it's It doesn't require a lot of strength to move it, but it's still annoying to have to continually turn a wheel the entire time you're traveling. Oh, sure. But all right, and it heads on up. Mm. Although I'm now imagining the cranks are just It's a spring-loaded elevator So the cranks just tighten the spring And then you launch yourself up Several <laughs> stories 
That sounds like a terrible method for a freight elevator. Oh, it's an extremely bad. <laughs> Besides which, if you're going to fling yourself up like that, you're going to hit some heavy G's on that. <laughs> I mean, you're going to... Yeah, the, the G's will be of enormity on both the up and the down. Yeah. Um. It's squished onto the floor. The perfect thing Until to do. Until you experience nothing at the top. <laughs> the perfect thing to do for glass elevators. So, Bonds, actually, because you asked me if those are full, mm -hmm. um, make a, another wisdom check because I'm very mean, apparently. <laughs> we all know I'm good at these. Okay. That is a 13 plus the 2 is 15. All right. Yeah, the bottles seem to yeah, be wrapped in cloth individually, and so it's a little harder to tell what's in them. Okay. What is the color of the cloth? It's kind of a well, nice rich red color. Okay. Well, and these are these are like uh the bags for wine bottles kind of thing. Okay. Like obviously not meant to be totally permanent. A rich velvety red. Did did you take your fabric skill? <laughs> <laughs> That's really a wealthy question, I think. <laughs> wealthy looks at it and knows it is not velvet. <laughs> so I was uh, I was suspecting that the velvet room was perhaps uh, getting on point with their branding. Um, so okay, uh, yeah. Where wherever those are going, if they're getting them filled down here, I don't think I want to be drinking in that particular establishment. Yeah, this that sounds like a public health hazard. Probably worth checking out later, or or maybe we just report it. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I'm in the mood to snitch here. Um, but if those are service bottles, yikes! I mean, not it's not like sure this level is time. like ankle deep and shit. <laughs> Dude, yeah, but can you imagine the miasma of open, opening up a bottle that's been bottled down here? Ugh. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. Thank God germ theory is real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I'm not... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they probably have to air it out a little bit. <laughs> that's why you gotta let yeah, that I just poured breathe. That... <laughs> I just poured that. You're gonna want to let it breathe a little. <laughs> Get the stank off. But all right, Alara and Green basically take you down the way they came. Those two had come. Uh, you're walking along. You notice that the like the hallway here is again very wide. It is very well like cut and level and smooth. You pass like an actual bona fide uh, portcullis on your right hand side. That's blocking a ten foot wide passageway, but also has a um a large metal door kind of just beyond it that is currently closed. I I jiggle it. The portcullis? Our way by. Yeah. <laughs> just the the whole thing. The portcullis. First the portcullis. It weighs a billion pounds. Well, it weighs a lot, so you can't exactly lift it one handed. Yeah. Um, oh, I wasn't yeah. I'll just see if it was loose. No, actually, it's surprisingly tight. Okay. Just from your own knowledge of how things are, this you're guessing this is new construction. Like it's not rusty. It's mm. very well set in. Mm. You, you, and the reason you couldn't lift it among other reasons is that it's locked. Yeah, you, you can sure. see that there's a kind of a bar that goes into the wall, and 
there's a large lock keeping that bar in the wall. I'll just point out to the group. Yeah, see this. This is some new construction here. See, this is, this is some good workmanship. Yeah, I'm gonna take out my keys and see if any of them fit this lock. Oh, that's right. We have keys. Did I see this coming? No, no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I have to make some decisions. <laughs> So it sounds like Ericina Bonds are the ones who ended up holding on the keys in the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. Makes as much sense as anything else. It's also not something worth being picky over. <laughs> yeah, no, tech... no particular reason why we are the ones holding on to them apart from... It, it did sound like you two were kind of in cap. charge of the yeah. dividing the loot, too. So. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think Valthy or... Grix was unconscious, and I don't think Valthy was patting anyone <laughs> down at the time. Um, all right, Grix so... was conscious. I was conscious. Only just. Yeah. Yeah, barely. No, no, we had given him like a a potion by then. Yeah, he was at zero HP. <laughs> and then the potion brought him to like. Well, no, he he was at negative HP. The potion brought him to oh. zero. <laughs> That's right. And then so we were out eating and he drinking at, and speed. at Bob's and Bob's too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something tells me that Grix can drink. Regardless of his state of consciousness. No, it's, it's, I was conscious. It's regardless of my hit points. Yeah. I have to be conscious (laughs) to drink. It helps. I can be bleeding bleeding (laughs) out, but I can still drink. You weren't bleeding out. No, he was bleeding in. Ho, ho. Uh, Ericene, roll a d10 for me. Oh, it's a one. Yeah, none of your... None of your keys appear to fit in these locks. I mean, they fit as much as, like, it's the same general uh-huh. type of key, but none of them unlock it. Do I have the ability to pick locks? I can't remember. I believe you do not. I think that's rogue exclusive. I think that, that is rogue exclusive. Which has amused me to no end. Maybe I should multi-class. Ah, but you see, then I have to learn the multi-classing rules. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want me to do that? Um, yeah, you have a trap setting and detection, but you do not have. Yeah, I'll ch- I'll check for traps. I'll at least check for traps. All right. Um, just had this open. I believe that's wisdom. Or, um, no, it's intelligence. Yeah, which is a prime. Which is my prime. One of my prime stats. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um. I'm over here just waiting for you to say the name of the podcast in the show. Sure, that's fair. We we do such a bad job at that. I do it all the time. (laughs) You just don't know what it is. Well, you say it like it's not a thing. When when Aaron says it, I want to put an echo effect on it. That's fair. Just. (laughs) Um, I rolled a 15 plus my level, which is two, plus two because I get a plus two for traps all right there do not appear to be any traps keyed to this portcullis or its lock okay all right so you actually erisine because you're standing there uh make a listen check for me as well okay uh i rolled a seven plus two for my wisdom plus two for my level plus two for listening so that's 13 total uh, you can hear that people appear to be talking beyond these doors, but like you basically hear movement, you hear talking, but 
we can't really make anything out. So I'm just going to do this simple thing and say, hey, hey, Green, what do you know what's through there? I mean, this is about where we saw the, you know, the sketchy people that you were interested in. The, the door was open that time. Um, but we couldn't really see in. It looked like there was a hallway and then there was a big room. And the hmm. hallway had two doors, which was weird, but meh. Or at least the Ooh. door opened and there was more hallway and I thought I saw another door. Like, mostly open. Like the hinge. Was it a door like this? Uh, yeah. It, I mean, I could only kind of see the hinges, but it... I mean, I don't know. Presumably, yes. <laughs> it's a lot of security. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't want to be bothered. Well, yeah, well, yeah I mean... Maybe there's something scary going on in that hallway. They're making more Ruladrin in a worse mm. area. It's like, of course they want to be more secret. I mean, the Ruladrin seems kind of simple compared to this. And that was liquor plus magic juice. And then serve. But this is six levels down. Well, they just don't really they don't want to get caught. Like, uh. No, no, no. Vons knows that you have to legally add an ingredient for every level down your illicit <laughs> distillery is operating. <laughs> uh, level seven and beyond, you have to do small batches. Mm. <laughs> and age it. Yep. Yeah, the second level down, they're just adding some like cloves or anise or something. But you get down here, gotta find that rarefied spice. I don't think it's like any sketchier than it was before. I think it's just like they're trying not to get caught. I mean, do you like know that's what this is? I don't know. I I'm literally just asking. I wasn't there for whenever you saw it the first time. I mean, we don't we don't know, but. But we we, we kind of know. I mean, I stabbed one of those guys in the foot before, so, like, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on here. Oh. Why'd you stab him in the foot? But the Ruladrin... The Ruladrin didn't smell like liquefied shit, so... We're in the sewer. Yeah. That's it. The sewer sewer. There was room on this level. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. I don't. Hmm. What do you think is happening, Vons? Like, people just want to make fucking money. Like, that's all. Well, we haven't seen any Ruladrin. And the bottles are different. And if Ruladrin were coming from a place like this i think there'd be more evidence of that and if they had a full ruladrin operation up i think we probably would have heard about it by now on the surface level mm. i think they're doing something a little danker and a little deeper uh maybe maybe something that they're trying to keep a little more hidden too mm. should we uh should we hunt around and see if there's any other clues in this area I mean, we, we have to take sure. it deeper. They anyway, can't see so. us. Sorry, what was that, Green? Oh, just we have to take you deeper anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We can always come back. I mean, I, 
we'll we'll do a check for clues. Um, where were they pulling those cases of bottles from? They had them in their hands already when you saw them. You, you know they were walking down this hallway. Okay, so we can't tell what's at the back end of that hallway. Correct. Looking down the hallway with the porkless on your right and the freight elevator behind you, it goes on a very long distance. And it's actually dim enough down here you can't see very far. Mm. I think we're at the point where you can see that there is a kind of dull glow pretty far ahead. And Grix knows that once you get down here, they did not spend the time and effort to install lighting beyond, like, in the rooms where the machinery or the sewer pits or whatever actually are. Right, we're in the bring-your-own-light yeah. area. Yeah. So I do have... Where is it? I do have a spell or two. I do have a Dancing Lights spell. Uh, I imagine that's mostly for distraction and whatnot but no it provides assuming this is like the other games i played it would provide about as much light as like a torch altogether. Okay. and now that you mention it alara is also carrying a torch for all of you ah physically not emotionally <laughs> so what do you guys think of checking that hallway out that the one we were heading down already is is that the hallway we're already heading down is that is that the con continuing down well, well, that we were talking well, you about? see we were walking in this direction and we're taking you somewhere and note ah, that okay. there is no somewhere here we are still in a i hallway. must have got all turned around <laughs> okay cool i must have gotten all turned around in this unidirectional tunnel that we're walking through <laughs> <laughs> that's okay so, it, it Ian, can be correct easy to me if i'm wrong uh here we were going down it's probably the smell. We were going down the the hallway and then on the side of the hallway there was like a portcullis leading down to another door and which was the door that I couldn't get into. Well, you couldn't get into the portcullis to even reach the door, but yes. Okay. They're independently keyed. Okay. But we can keep going straight. Yes. Okay. Okay. We keep going straight, I guess. Yes. Okay. Well, before we get too far away from this porticulus, I have one key on my keychain that you don't. So I'll try that real quick and just see what happens. It does not With work. A, uh... Okay, it does not work. Good to know. So, yeah. Okay. Um, you proceed, I assume? Proceed. Yeah. Okay. You head on down the hallway. It is, again, extremely long. Um, so I failed to count things. Torchy, lighty, lighty, torchy. Yeah, I mean, you go down like another 150, 200 feet before you reach that intersection. It's a long, long hallway. So as you reach this intersection, there is a path to your right. That's a little bit narrower. It's only 10 feet across. Uh -huh. um, the hallway also continues ahead, and you can see a glow coming from what looks like some sort of door down that direction on the right-hand wall of that continuation of the hallway. And you know what? That sounds like an excellent place to stop. 
at 9.30. No, no, I have such a good place to stop if you walk, like, 30 okay, feet further. Okay. <laughs> Let's walk 30 feet yeah. forward. <laughs> yeah. I assume we're headed towards the light. Well, we'll keep going towards the light. <laughs> uh, Get hyped we, we, for we that We start light. heading that way, and Alara's like, we're, we're actually... I mean, the big machine's down this other way, but... Oh. Well, I, I'm, I'm just curious, like, what's... I, just, I made an assumption. I don't know. Mm. All right. Uh, you walk down and you look inside. That is a sewer pit with a single solitary magical light above it. Wonderful. Okay, that's like nothing. Hopefully the non-flaming kind of light. It's magical light, so. It's how yes. you get... F- yeah, it's, <laughs> it's how you get fireballs. Okay, let's go the other way. Sorry. Right. Sorry, Alara. <laughs> I mean, it's your money, whatever. Well, what's what's across the sewer pit? A wall. A wall. Nice. <laughs> yeah, the, the sewer pit itself takes up most of the room you're looking into, and you can see that there is a staircase that is kind of right against the between the edge of the sewer pit and the wall and descends downward. Just checking out the the walls above these pits and cisterns, uh, they got to be growing some real dank mold. Like some some of the real uh, the some of the dankest of alchemical ingredients. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of piping that's leading down into this too. So, yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff growing down here, in those nice sheltered spots around the pipes. Oh. I'll just. Just start dragging my spatula across these things. <laughs> the bowl under it or something. Just <laughs> harvesting as much of this noise as I can. Alright. <laughs> I'll I'll be the uh the only alchemist in town with a giant bucket of cistern wall sludge. It's gotta be worth something. I'm writing in my notes. It that doesn't harvest have poop, to be worth mold. something. Oh, it's worth something. <laughs> As you're waiting for Vons to do this, I think a couple of you noticed that Green is holding a handkerchief over her nose and looks miserable. <laughs> 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 this is some great first date activity right here. She's not used to the strong smells that Vons is used to. <laughs> well, she doesn't live in a hole. Or do alchemy, which has probably burned out a lot of your smell receptors at this point. <laughs> Or at least made you oh, no. not notice the smells. smells. Yeah, it, that's all fine. I'm, I, but um, my hairs are certainly singed. That's yeah. bound to be a thing. So use. I definitely make use of the sniffer. All right. Anyone else want to take a souvenir from the sewer pit? No. No. <laughs> Please, let's go. <laughs> you turn back around. You go back down the hallway. You now take a left and go down. As you approach. There is another kind of opening with light spilling out, but the light's shifting around. Um, It's a pale white light. It's probably, Wealthy would know this for sure, it's a magical light spell. Very simple, very easy, and you hear two people talking. I assume you keep on walking past it. Um, I would like to hear, try to hear what they are saying. Silent step and eavesdrop. Okay, so you pause for a second. They are making no effort to hide their conversation. You are. You could easily get within like 10 or 20 feet of them without being noticed, I think, because they're 
around a corner from you. Um, you hear two people talking. One of them is giving instructions about, or and asking questions about, like you know, what can we do, like with the floor here? Can we make it like the other door? And the responses you're hearing back are, like, yeah, that'll that'll take a lot of enchanting time, but like we can do that. Do you want it to be able to reset afterwards, or is a new enchantment okay? Things like that. Wealthy, you quickly gather that, shockingly, this is about magic. Okay. Erisene, you gather, once the word trigger and area is used, this is probably about building some sort of trap or an enchantment that is at least key to stepping into a space. And all of you, except for Vaughn's, make a wisdom check. Anybody else notice that we haven't heard the phrase search for traps yet today? I said it once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Must have missed it. Uh, wisdom check. Uh, I got a that's... 12. I got a 19, baby. Uh, I got a 12. All right. Boy, I hope Grix was there for this, so this isn't going to make any sense. Um. Uh, Crix, you recognize that voice? One of the two. The one that's kind of asking questions and giving instructions. You were there with this voice when you and your friends, sans Vons, because Vons hid <laughs> and did not go in charging with an inspector into a speakeasy and go talk to the person in charge. Mm. You recognize Nara's voice. Mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah. I was pretty sure you were in the group that went up and... I didn't do much, but... Yeah. Yeah, I was there. Um, I, I, I'm I going to point that out to the group. I, I, hey, hey. I think that that's... I think that's... Uh, that's uh, what's her name from the, from the place? Oh my god, it's Nora. Yeah, who's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Nora? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> And that's where we'll stop tonight's so. <laughs> episode. Yay! Perfect. Hey, uh, this is Green, and someone just handed me a piece of paper with some writing on it, and I guess I'm doing this now. So, uh, yeah. A uh, primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you just heard, apparently. I didn't hear them, but all right. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com, even though podcasts and websites aren't real and don't exist. Questions, comments, feedback? Send us a messenger at, at letters at primaryattribute.com. Alternately, you can use the supposed email thing they're mentioning. I assume it stands for, I don't know, elemental mail? That seems like a real thing. Sure, magic, it happens. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our Fox Musky memes. And our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week was by Ian. Thanks, Ian. I don't know who they are, but they sound handsome. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute.
Do you have poison in your inventory? I should have at least a little. Looking through my papers of a digital paper nature. Finding the poison. Let's see here. Yeah, I've got four level one poisons. Sweet. 